Welcome back. Welcome back to the pod, baby. Welcome to um, episode 45 of the LOM podcast. I'm your host, Jay Lyons, which you you should know by now. (laughs) 45 episodes in, you should know who the host is. What if just like one day I just like switch it up, just like have a different person host and just like don't even acknowledge it. Just act like everything's fine. (laughs) Like don't even say, oh, you know, Jay couldn't make it. So I'm filling in just like, no, just like as if it's like normal. And then just go back to me being the host the episode after. And everyone's like, what was that all about? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I've been doing all the episodes. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back to the LOM podcast. Um, it's after Christmas now. It's kind of crazy. Honestly, like, th- this this year was, like, weird when it came to Christmas. You know, like... Okay, I'm having deja vu because I feel like I've talked about this before, but there's no way I could have because this happened on Christmas Day. (laughs) So, I don't know. I'd just be having podcast episodes in my head, I guess. Um, But yeah, Christmas Day, uh, my friend asked me if I could drive him back home uh, because his car broke down. And so, you know, me being the kind, generous, giving person that I am, I was like, yeah, Sure, I'll I'll drive you home. So, you know, I'm driving home and, you know, we're talking and we're like, dude, this year was so weird. Like, it didn't even feel like it was Christmas Day, honestly. Like, we're driving, we're like, this doesn't feel like Christmas. You know, it just seemed like not a lot of places decorated, you know? And um, I, I went to Disney this past week and I'll get more into that in a little bit but like even Disney was like barely decorated have I ta- I I couldn't have talked I feel like I've talked about this before I don't know why I'm having like I'm having like deja vu I feel like I've talked about this before but I I couldn't have you know I don't know this is weird <laughs> I'll I'll just roll with it if I've talked about this before then you know hey we're getting the exact same episode <laughs> So, yeah, not a lot of places decorated this year. It ju- it just seemed like. I mean, maybe it's been the same amount that have always decorated, but I don't know. It just, there just wasn't a whole lot of, like, Christmas spirit. Like, I listened to Christmas music a little bit throughout the season. Actually, I listened to it a lot. But, like, you know, some days where I'm just like, I'm not in the mood to listen to Christmas music. You know what I mean? Like, I was just like, I'm, I, I just want to go back to listening to my regular music. But, yeah, Christmas came. And um, I hope you guys had a great Christmas. I had a pretty nice Christmas, you know, celebrated it with my fam, got some gifts, you know. So, and you know, dinner was obviously amazing. Christmas dinner is always awesome. You know, usually, it's usually like ham that you have for Christmas, but we had turkey. It seems like we've been having turkey for the past few years, at least my family. Like we used to have ham every year, but like, I I guess, I guess we're really into turkey now, you know. (laughs) But yet, also, like, what we're talking about was it seemed like Thanksgiving got more hype than Christmas did. You know, it seemed like everyone was, like, excited for Thanksgiving. And, like, even on Thanksgiving Day. You know, because, like, you know, Christmas is, is like, another really big dinner, you know? And, like, on Thanksgiving, like, when it came for Thanksgiving dinner, everyone's, like, posting, like, their dishes on Twitter. You know, some of them looked really good and some of them were just, like, I don't even know how you made that. (laughs) 
let alone eat it. How did you even make that? You know, there's like some shit where like it, it looks so gross. I'm like, dude, that's actually a skill to make food look that bad. <laughs> like, w- w- were you going for that? Like, dude, there was like this one person that like they posted their Thanksgiving dinner and like it all looked bad. But like the thing that stuck out the most was they had like these like they weren't even black beans. They were like light gray beans. Like they looked like stones. And I'm like. Dude, how do you eat that, you know? A lot of people were dragging that photo like all over Twitter. Everyone's like, oh my God, this looks horrible. Like a lot of people were going after some of the really bad looking dishes, which rightfully so. I mean, like, like how do you take a picture of that and like post it, you know? But, you know, also part of the problem is that food doesn't really translate well in photos. You know, like you could look at a dish right in front of you in real life. And be like, damn, that looks good. But when you take a photo, you're like, okay, that does not look good, you know? But, I mean, I'm not saying that this is the case for this photo because, I mean, there was <laughs> there was nothing you could do to convince me that this dish, like with the beans and shit, like the, you, you can't convince me that it looked good in real life, you know? Because, like, it's not, like, drastic, you know? It's not like you take a photo of, like, a really good slice of pizza and then when you take a photo of it, it looks like it's been you know, out in the sun for like three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that drastic. Like, it just doesn't look as good as it does in real life. So, like I said, there's nothing that you could do to convince me that this guy's dish was actually good, you know? But anyways, yeah, this past week, uh, I went to Disney. And I haven't been to Disney in years. You know, I I think the last time I went to Disney was, I don't know, like fifth grade. Or something like that. We went to Epcot. And that was the first time I had been to Disney in years. Like that time I went in fifth grade. You know, because like I used to go to Disney like all the time as like a kid. And I barely remember shit from Disney. Like, yeah, obviously there's like a lot of stuff I remember. But there's also a lot of stuff I don't. And I mean, one of the one of my favorite times of year to go to Disney as a kid was during Christmas. You know? Like, they were all decorated, you know, they would, like, give out hot chocolate and, like, cookies and shit. Now, for some reason, I remember they were free, but I guarantee they weren't. I mean, nothing's free. (laughs) So, you probably had to pay for it. I just, as a kid, I didn't pay for it, so, like, I didn't really notice. But anyways, like, one of my favorite things to do, like, during Christmas at Disney was go see, like, the, um, the Osborne Family Lights. Which, if you don't know what that is, uh, in one of Disney's parks... Uh, MGM Studios, well, I mean, it's not called Hollywood Studios, but, you know, when I was a kid, it was MGM. Um, At the MGM Studios, it was supposed to be, like, the whole point of the park was that it was supposed to be, like, a working set, you know, it was supposed to show you the magic of making movies and shit like that, you know, so they had this one section of the park that was called Streets of America, and it was basically just, like, facades of buildings to make it look like a city, you know? Because it's supposed to be like, oh, this is a set of a city for a movie or a TV show or whatever it is. And during Christmas, this was like a huge area. And during Christmas, they put like a shit ton of Christmas lights all over the buildings. I mean, these are like four or five story buildings, right? And there's like lights all over them. There's like lights, you know, hanging from, you know, on like strings between the buildings and shit like that. And they just had like a shit ton of lights everywhere. And at night when all the lights were on... 
they would have like a show where they would play Christmas music and the lights would, you know, flash or blink or whatever it is in time with the music, you know, and it was like this great show. And it was like one of my favorite things to do during Christmas because, you know, you get a hot chocolate and you get a cookie, you know, you watch this light show. I mean, come on. That was awesome. But then they got rid of it. They got rid of it back in like 2015 and they replaced it with Galaxy's Edge. And I know a lot of people are like, oh my God, but Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is awesome. And like, hey, I'm going to tell you right now. I hadn't been to MGM Studios since I was really little. And back when I was little, you know, we had shit like Lights, Motors, Action, Osborne Family Lights, you know, um, the great movie ride, all that shit, right? It was my favorite park. When I came back this past time, there was a lot of shit that I remember that was really good. But, you know, Galaxy's Edge, I'm just like, honestly, I rather still have Streets of America and like Lights Motors Action and even like the Backlot Tour because that was another thing they got rid of. You know, like there was an entire huge section of the park that they, that they just got rid of. And I'm like, but that's so much better than Galaxy's Edge, you know? I'm a big Star Wars fan, trust me. You know, Star Wars is like one of my favorite franchises. If not, it's my favorite franchise ever, you know? Like Star Trek, Harry Potter, MCU, that doesn't even come close, okay? Star Wars is like my thing. But like, I found myself walking through that area and I'm just like, I'd rather have the other shit. And like, don't even get me started on this stupid Mickey's Runaway Railway or whatever the fuck it's called, you know, that replaced the Great Movie Ride. I mean, I don't even know how, I don't even know how you justify getting rid of the Great Movie Ride. And you know, when I heard they were getting rid of it and I heard what they were replacing it with, I automatically hated the ride. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, but it's really good. It's really good. I'm like, I don't care. My favorite ride of all time, literally my favorite ride of all time was the great movie ride and they got rid of it. So like there's no ride could ever replace it in my opinion, you know, but I went on the ride with an open mind. I, I'll admit I had low expectations because I, you know, I wanted to dislike the ride and I got off the ride hating it even more than I did having not ridden it. You know, purely like before I purely didn't like it because it got rid of the great movie ride. Then I went on the ride itself and I'm like, oh my God, this ride is so much worse than I thought it was. Like people were saying like, don't worry, it's, it's, it's good. I was going on the ride. I'm like, okay, where's the good part? You know, <laughs> there's probably some people who have been in the ride who are going to like disagree with me. You know, they're gonna be like, no, that ride's awesome. You know? But no, it, it honestly wasn't. It was probably one of the more boring rides I've ever been on. You know? Like, I'm trying to think of a boring ride at Disney. Um, I mean, there's probably people who come up with a lot. You know, there's a lot of people who, for whatever reason, like, they just, they don't like the, it's a small world. And I think it's because of the song. People think it's annoying or whatever. I kind of enjoy that ride, you know? But I don't know. It's just... That, that entire park, Hollywood Studios, is completely ruined for me, you know? Because, like, the only shit that is still there that that's, like, from my childhood that I enjoy is, like, Tower of Terror, um, the Rock and Roller Coaster, Indiana Jones, and Star Tours. And it's not even the original Star Tours, but, hey, you know, I went on the new one, and I enjoyed it. I still thought it was pretty good. But I do kind of enjoy the old version better, in my opinion. That's just my opinion, you know? But um, 
Yeah, I mean, that park is just ruined for me, so it's not even, like, my favorite park anymore. I don't even know what would be my favorite park now. You know, I used to say Islands was, would be, like, my favorite, but, like, I don't know. I've been there so often now, it's just sort of like, yeah, it's Islands, you know. It's still a good park, don't get me wrong. I still love Islands of Adventure. Great park. But anyways, yeah, so... We went to all four parks. It was like a four-day trip. We went to one park for each day. Um, first day, we went to Epcot. And I love Epcot, you know. They're they're redoing the whole Future World area, which kind of bums me out. But, you know, it does look kind of cool. But I do miss the old Future World area. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, Epcot is... I, I love Epcot. You know, I talk to a lot of people and they, they think it's like boring because it's like an, an educational park, which, yeah, it kind of is. But like, um, I don't know. It's just it, I, I thoroughly enjoy the park, you know, and they like they added Frozen to the park. And I've been on the ride. We didn't get to go this past time we went because like, dude, it was like 180 minutes the entire day, which I think is crazy. Um, but I had been on the ride before. Okay. So I take it back. I'm, I'm just realizing that I did go to Epcot before fifth grade or after fifth grade. I mean, I went to Epcot one time over the summer recently with a friend of mine. And that's when we went on the frozen ride. And like, I gotta be honest, that frozen ride is nothing special. It, re- it replaced the, the Maelstrom. Maelstrom was so much better in my opinion. And you know, this is probably just like nostalgia speaking, you know, it's it's like, oh, I enjoy all the old shit because that's what I grew up with, right? But I don't know, I just like some of the new shit that Disney's been coming out with, I'm just like, it's not really that good. Now, I will say Rise of the Resistance is a good ride, okay? I went on Rise. Smuggler's Run was pretty good. I was kind of worried going on the ride. I wanted to be the pilot because it seems like the pilot has like the, the the most fun, you know, because if you don't know, in Smuggler's Run, it's like a six-person cart, okay, and you got two people who fly. One person does up and down. The other person does left and right. And then you have like um, two gunners, you know, obviously they shoot the guns, and then you have two engineers, and they fix whatever's broken or something like that, or they shoot the harpoons, Okay. And so I wanted to be a pilot because, you know, that's got to be the, the most fun. And I was kind of worried that if I didn't get the pilot, I've heard that people have had bad experiences because people just don't know how to fly. And they just, like, crash into everything, and it's just not a fun ride. So I was kind of worried about that going on the ride. But, you know, I got to say, my pilots were pretty okay. You know, we crashed into a few things, but for the most part, they were pretty good. Because I, I, I always wonder, I'm like, dude, how do you even like crash that often? Like, yeah, I know one person does up and down and one person does left and right. But I mean, like, we're all looking at the same screen. It's all happening at the same time. So, like, if you see the ship veering to the left and you're the left and right guy, just tilt the wheel to the right, you know? <laughs> and the same for up and down. If you see it going up and you need to go down, just tilt it down. You know what I mean? Like the only re- the only way for you to like crash as much as you do is if you had like if you have like a literal two year old flying the the ship and they have no concept of direction right and they don't know what's going on you know 
or if you have someone who just intentionally wants to crash into everything. But there's like no way you could be flying this thing and just like accidentally crash the entire time, you know? Like I said, it's just like common sense, dude. If you're the left and right person, if you see it going right and you need to be going left, just turn left, you know? Anyways, I forgot to, I, I thought, I, I was supposed to mention this at the beginning, but I finally got the cookies and eggnog that I was supposed to have, I, I believe is the last episode, you know, we finally made more cookies and we got more eggnog just in time for after Christmas, you know, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got the eggnog and the moose, you know, the moose glass from the last time, once again, it's from Christmas Vacation. At which So I was on Twitter and somebody was like saying, oh, one of these Christmas movies has to go. And I think it was like Elf, Christmas Vacation, um, Home Alone. And oh, and then it was like the, the live action How the Grinch Stole Christmas, you know, with Jim Carrey. Yeah. And they're like, one of these has to go. And, you know, honestly, I love all those movies. Wait, no, it wasn't Elf. It was um, A Christmas Story. That's what it was. It was A Christmas Story. I love all those movies, but I haven't really watched the entirety of How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like the live action, and even the parts I'd seen. Like, it's just sort of like an okay Christmas movie, in my opinion. It's kind of like weird and bizarre, which I guess maybe that's the point. But I would have said The Grinch one has to go, which I know is probably blasphemy for a lot of people. They're like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. But this one guy was like, Christmas vacation isn't even good. And I'm like, how do you, how do you say that? You know, like, I'm not saying how the Grinch stole Christmas is bad. It just wasn't really my type of movie, you know, but this guy was like, it's not even good. And I'm like, how do you say that? It's like one of the best Christmas movies ever. And you're like, you, you, you really, you can't deny that, you know? But eggnog is good, dude. I don't understand the people who don't drink eggnog or don't like eggnog. Like, it's just... It's good. But yeah, I couldn't believe this guy was like, Christmas Vacation isn't good. I'm like, dude, you're wrong. He didn't even say which one... Well, I guess it would be Christmas Vacation would be the one he's getting rid of. But it's just like... I don't know. I mean, A Christmas Story is like a staple. I mean, that's the movie that, I don't remember what channel it is, but there's like one channel that just plays A Christmas Story for the complete 24 hours of Christmas Day, you know? So that's like a staple. You Obviously, you can't get rid of that, okay? Home Alone is a good movie. It's a good Christmas movie, in my opinion, you know? I wouldn't say it's like my top favorites. I mean, I of like... Of Christmas movies, I think my top movies would probably be like Christmas Vacation, Elf, and I don't know, Christmas Story is pretty good, Home Alone is pretty good, Polar Express, you know, you can't get, you can't neglect Polar Express also, Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, for whatever reason, a lot of people don't like that movie, and I I don't get it, I think it's pretty good. Um, but I, yeah, I don't, I just, I couldn't believe this guy was like, Christmas Vacation isn't good. I'm like, dude, come on. Of all the vacation movies, that's probably the best one. Vacation is also pretty good. 
Oh, but yeah, I didn't get to show you the the cookies, but yeah, because like you can't see the cookies, but they're like these peanut butter cookies with like a little chocolate kiss in the middle. These cookies are amazing. Another Christmas cookie. I talked about Christmas cookies the last episode for real, didn't I? I was I was about to start getting into Christmas cookies again, but I already talked about those, so we'll just bypass that. <laughs> I didn't get to finish talking about Disney. So, yeah, we went to Epcot. Uh, we went on the Ratatouille ride. Ratatouille was pretty good. I, the best part of Ratatouille, okay, is is the smell. Like, oh, my God. At the end of the ride, do people care about spoilers for rides? I just thought about that. Does anyone really care? I don't care. I'm spoiling it. At the end of the ride, you're, like, in the kitchen of uh, Gusto's, and they pump in a bunch of like fresh food smell. Like I got a lot of bread vibe coming from that place, you know, but there, it's like an assortment of smells and the food smelled so fucking good, dude. Like I'm like, dude, just, just leave, just leave me in here. I just want to smell this food all fucking day long. You know what I mean? Like it was so good. That was like the best part of the ride. You know, other than that, it's, it's sort of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. Lack of a better term would be like it's not special, you know. Unextraordinary, I think is like the word I was looking for. There's really nothing like too amazing about it, you know. What it, but like Rise of the Resistance is like the same concept, like the same ride system. But I think that one was pretty good, you know, because they had a bunch of other features in it you know, that made it feel a little bit more real. So Rise of the, Rise of the Resistance was pretty good. One, okay, so one thing that was tripping me out from that ride, which I still don't know how they did this, is like like the experience of the ride isn't like just the ride itself. It's also like the line. And, you know, you're like thinking probably pre-show, but like no, like they actually have like a little mini ride before you get on the actual ride. So like you have a, this like pre-show thing, and they're like, oh, you need to go to the Star Destroyer because you got to help like the resistance people. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, cool. That's great. I don't know why you're recruiting some random civilians, but okay. <laughs> and you get on this um, transport ship. And what I was thinking was going to happen was like you enter in on one side, right? And like the ship takes off into space and you have like this little battle and then you get captured by one of the Star Destroyers. And they're like, okay you know, you're going to jail or whatever it is, right? <laughs> you're getting locked up because you're rebels or something. And so I thought what was going to happen was you enter in on one side of the ship, you have your little experience in this ship, and then you exit out the other end, and the other end will be like on the Star Destroyer, and it's supposed to make you feel like you actually transported from the planet you're on up into space on the Star Destroyer. But I'm not even kidding. We entered in one door, we had this little experience thing, and then we exited out of the same door. And we were like on ground level, and there was nothing above us because it was like it was like an outside landing platform because it's it's a spaceship. And so I'm like, did we go underground? You know what I mean? Like it was, but at the same time we couldn't have because in the ride, we I don't know. It, it's just like. We, you go on the ride and then you just like exit out on ground level. And I'm like, where the fuck did we go? 
when we were on that transport ship because, I mean, obviously we didn't actually go to space, but <laughs> where did we go in real life? Where did we go? I still have no idea where we went. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I got this shit figured out. And then we exit out the same door and we're in a completely different spot. I'm like, wait, what? Pardon? Where, the, where did we go? But that was probably the coolest part of Rise of the Resistance. Other than that, like the ride, the, the ride itself was pretty cool. But you know, once again, nothing too extraordinary. Um, but yeah, we went to Hollywood the second day when we did Rise of the Resistance. Um, third day, we 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 did uh, Animal Kingdom, and we went on the Avatar ride. Dude, the Avatar ride was crazy. Okay, we waited probably about like 45 minutes because like we rope dropped that ride you know so we tried to get on there as fast as possible so we waited like 45 minutes i can't believe the people who waited like three or four hours for that ride because honestly it's a really short ride like it there's nothing too special about it you know it's kind of like soaring a little more advanced than soaring but it's kind of like soaring like you just you sit on a chair you fly for a little bit and then you land like, there's nothing too extraordinary about it. And so I'm like, I can't believe people waited three or four hours for this ride, you know, ever. But it was pretty cool. The coolest part of that ride was like, so like you sit, if you know the movie Avatar, right? The whole idea is like you're a human and then you transfer like your your consciousness sort of into a, an avatar body and then you can control that body, you know? So the idea is that you sit on this machine and then you get transported into this avatar and then you ride one of those dragon fucking things from the ride, you know? So the coolest part about that ride was while you're sitting there, you're supposed to feel like you're sitting on the dragon and they got like this mechanism at like your knees or your legs. They were at my knees, but like it moves like you're on the animal and it's breathing, you know? That was probably like the coolest part of the ride in my opinion. And you, you know me. Because it was dragons we were flying around. I'm like calling my my little dragon thing toothless <laughs> from How to Train Your Dragon. I don't I don't even know what the real things are called. I know they're not really dragons, but I'm just calling them dragons because that's that's really the only thing I can think of. <laughs> but yeah, the ride was pretty cool. Once again, probably wouldn't wait any more than an hour for that ride. Even an hour is kind of extreme. 45 minutes was okay for that ride. Um, we also went on the, like the, the river ride or whatever that they had. That was pretty cool. I like more of the, like the chill rides, you know, like, yeah, thrill rides are awesome. You know, they're fun, but I also like the chill rides. That's why I like people mover, you know, in the magic kingdom. I like, sh like, um, you know, small world, you know what I mean? Haunted mansion's pretty good. You know, just like the chill rides. You know, you just, you just, you just relax, you know? But yeah, we, we did the river ride. The river ride was pretty cool. Um, my favorite was the safari ride. You know, where you actually go out and see the actual animals. That was pretty awesome. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did. Like, I just thought it was going to be like, yeah, you know, we're going to see animals, you know? Which, like, is cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, fuck animals or something like that. <laughs> but I just mean, like, you know, I just thought it was going to be just, like, yeah, we're going to see animals. Because, like, you know, I've been to a zoo before, and, like, yeah, it's cool to see animals, but, 
I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I just I thoroughly enjoyed the ride. I thought it was I thought it was awesome seeing all the different animals that they had. Like they had flamingos and fucking elephants. They had lions, dude. Come on. My people. Jay Lions. Lions. <laughs> but yeah, and, oh yeah, that we saw like uh there was like cheetahs. They had like rhinoceroses. I don't know if that's what it is. Maybe it's rhinoceri. I don't know. <laughs> Hippopotami, is that what it is? I don't know. I don't know a lot of plural words for animals. Hippopotamuses, hippos. I'll just say hippos. We saw some hippos. We saw some rhinos. It's just much easier that way. <laughs> but yeah, we saw a bunch of different birds and shit. You know, we saw monkeys. I don't remember the breeds exactly, but we saw monkeys. Um, we saw like these. They weren't hyenas, but they were like, I'm just going to call them like African dogs because I don't remember what they're actually called or African wolves, but they were they were a dog. They were a canine, you know. Those shits were pretty cute, but they're like, they are aggressive. They will eat the shit out of you. And I'm like, okay, they're cute from a distance, you know. <laughs> but yeah, the safari ride was awesome. That's, that's sort of... Is that like its flagship ride? I'd say, actually, I think Animal Kingdom's flagship ride would be like Everest. That seems to be the one that everyone talks about or everyone really cares about, which Everest was pretty fucking awesome. Um, I had never been on Everest because I don't think I had been to Disney. I don't think I had been to the Animal Kingdom when Everest was around. I think we had stopped going to Disney before Everest came out. So, yeah, so I finally was able to go on Everest. That ride was awesome. Um, you know, we saw the the Lion King show. That was pretty cool. Um, I mean, what other rides are at Animal Kingdom? Oh, my God. Okay, so, like, the dinosaur ride. So, like, I had been on the dinosaur ride before because, you know, it's been there for a long time. And, like, when I was a kid, I loved dinosaurs, you know? Like, what what little boy doesn't like dinosaurs, you know? That seems to just be, like, a generic thing. Cars and dinosaurs, that's, like... <laughs> but, yeah, so it's based off... It's like kind of based off the movie Dinosaur and just the fact that the antagonist is, um, is it, I think it's a Carnosaurus and then like you're looking for the Iguanodon, which is the, the dinosaur who's like the protagonist of the movie Dinosaur. But other than that, there's, there's nothing really tying it to the movie because like the premise of the ride is like you go back in time to pick up an Iguanodon. Because this guy wants to study iguanodons or some shit, you know? And so, like like I said, I had been on the ride before. But, dude, I don't remember the ride being as crazy as it was. Like, I went on the ride and, dude, they're, like, throwing you around. You got, like, dinosaurs coming out of the woodworks just, like, roaring in your face. And you're like, yo, what the fuck is going on? You know? It was, like, crazy-ass shit. But it was a, it was awesome. It was an awesome ride. Um, I don't know. Like, when we went on, it was like a walk-on ride. And like it was, I don't know, it was like 10 or 11. And I'm like, dude, how is how is this ride like not popping, you know? Talk about a thrill ride, dude. This ride is crazy. You know, it was like, it was more crazy and intense than Everest, you know? I'm like, how is this not, how is this ride not going? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, like that ride was awesome. Um, like I said, I mean, what other rides are at Animal Kingdom or even shows? Like what did we do? That might have been it, honestly. I don't think there's much left 
at the animal kingdom, you know. But it was still really cool. We spent the whole day there. Um, oh, so like, um, so we went to Hollywood Studios, right? One of the things that they have at Galaxy's Edge, which was actually like the number one thing I want to do, okay? A lot of people would probably be like, oh, my number one thing is I want to ride Rise. But no, my favorite, my thing that I wanted to do was I wanted to build your own lightsaber. That's what I wanted to do, okay? And so like I had seen videos of people doing this build your own lightsaber thing and like everyone just like walks up and they just like do it right they just they go up they say hey i want to do this thing they pay for it you know because obviously it's not free you pay for it and then you do it right and like the day before we leave to go on this trip right um i read somewhere that you have to make a reservation for this build your own lightsaber thing and I'm like, pause. You have to do what? You know, and they're like, and reservations open 60 days in advance from like the day you plan on going, right? And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's no way this is happening to me, right? And so like I go to make a reservation for this thing and it's like, oh, there's no more reservations available. And I'm like, What? There's, there's no more. And I was like, great. So the one thing I wanted to do at Hollywood Studios, I can't even do because there's no reservations available. And so I'm like, okay, so the day we go to Hollywood Studios, I'll just like go up to the people and be like, hey, is there any way that like I could, you know, sneak on, you know, and do this thing or whatever, or see if I could be added to some like standby list, like in case someone cancels and shit. So, like, we go to Hollywood Studios, we go up to the people who do the build your own lightsaber thing, and, like, you know, I tell them what's up, and they're like, well, there is a uh, virtual standby line in case someone cancels, but that line is full as well. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, but you could check back every once in a while throughout the day to see if there's anything available. And I'm like, that's so stupid, you know, to do that because like if, if you have a full standby list, the first people you would be going to would be the people on the standby list. So like why on earth would you like take somebody who just walks up who's not on the standby list? You know what I mean? Because like if somebody did cancel and I walked up and say, hey, did someone cancel? Can I join? They're like, yeah, someone did cancel, but the spot's going to the person on the standby list, you know? So you're shit out of luck. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I totally thought I was like, I wasn't going to be able to um, do this build your own lightsaber thing, you know? But I thought, you know, I'm like, you know what? If we ever come back to Galaxy's Edge throughout the day, like, I'll just check, you know, just for the hell of it, right? Just to see what happens. And so, like, we did Rise first thing in the morning and we did some other stuff. And we, we ended up coming back to Galaxy's Edge um, to do something. I don't remember what it was. Um, but yeah, we, we went back real quick because we wanted to just like look around, I guess. And then I checked back and they're like, nope, nothing available. And I was like, okay, cool. We did some other stuff. And then when we came back to ride Smuggler's Run, before we went on the ride, I checked. Still nothing. We went on the ride, got off, checked again. Still nothing. 
And like, I, I totally wasn't expecting there to be anything. You know what I mean? I was like, because like I said, they had a full virtual line, you know? So why on earth would they come to me? Or like, why, why would they let me on if they have people in this virtual line that got there before me? You know, it's like more fair to give it to these people who, you know, who got in line before me, right? And also like, the only way to get on this virtual queue is to like, talk to them like you, you can't just like do it through online like you have to go up to him and say can i be added to this virtual queue but anyways yeah we we did some other stuff and like um we had dinner at um the sci-fi drive-in which i'm so glad that thing is still there that's like my favorite restaurant um if you haven't been to the sci-fi drive-in it's like it's this restaurant which it's supposed to feel like a like 1950s drive-in movie theater, right? So they have like um, – it looks like you're outside even though you're in a building. But it looks like you're outside and they got like this big movie screen playing a bunch of like old trailers and, and shit and clips from like 1950s horror movies and sci-fi movies and stuff like that. And your table – is essentially uh, like a 1950s car, right? They have like booths and you like you sit and so it's like you're in a 1950s car watching the movie like a 1950s drive-in theater, right? My favorite restaurant ever, you know? So like after we ate there, we ate there like really late at night. Like it was like 8.30 when we ate and the park was closing at nine. And so when we got out of the restaurant, the park was essentially closed, right? So there was like no one in the park and so we're like, hey, you know, how would we go back to Galaxy's Edge and take some pictures? Because like we hadn't been able to take pictures before, um, just before, you know, we hadn't been able to take photos. So we went back to Galaxy's Edge and um, we took some photos and on the way out, because we're like, there's no one in this area. And on our way out, we pass by the build your own lightsaber area and I see there's like cast members still like you know, checking off people to get into this thing. And there's people waiting in line to do the build your own lightsaber thing. And I'm like, okay, but it's like nine 30, you know, like there's no way they're still doing this. Right. So I figured, you know, might as well check, you know, what's the harm in checking. So like I walk up and I'm like, Hey, are you guys still doing the build your own lightsaber thing? And they're like, yeah, this is like the last group, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, do you have any openings? You know, just to see if I could sneak in, and they're like, "No, we this like, this thing is full." Well, actually, the the lady was like, "Well, let me check," and she checked, and she's like, "No, there's nothing available." And she said, "If you really," she's like, "If you, are you coming back tomorrow?" And like the next day was Animal Kingdom, and I wasn't expecting coming back to Hollywood Studios the next day, because um, you know I didn't know what was gonna happen. We kind of thought maybe we would finish Animal Kingdom early. But at the same time, we're like, we might stay there the whole day depending on what happens. But anyway, so I was like, I don't know. We might be coming back tomorrow. And she's like, well, if you do, make sure you come right in the morning and we'll get you on the virtual line. And I was like, okay, cool. And I left and I'm like, yeah, there's no way that's happening because, you know, we have to rope drop Avatar. So I'm like, I'm just, this trip, I'm just not going to be able to make my own lightsaber, you know? And so we went to Animal Kingdom and we low-key finished early. I think, so Hollywood Studios was closing that day at like 10 or something like that. And I think the Animal Kingdom closed at 8. And so like we stayed there until 8 and we're like, you know, how about we just go over to Hollywood Studios, right? 
just to see if we could do this lightsaber thing, you know? So we went in, and also, um, we, we also wanted to check out the, the bar, the cantina, because we hadn't been able to go there. And so, you know, we, we go back, and we go all the way to Galaxy's Edge, and I go up to the, to the, um, the lightsaber place, and I was like, hey, do you have any positions open, right? Do you have any spots open? And the guy's like, no, not for this group. He said, but I can add you to the virtual queue. And I was like, well, thank God it's not full. Still, I guarantee I'm not going to make it. But I just said, yeah, sure, whatever. And so he's like, okay, so the last group is going to go in at like 1030 or whatever it was, you know. He said, are you prepared to wait that long? Because they're like, if a spot opens, we text you, right? And then you have to respond within 10 minutes that you'll be there or else they give that spot to someone else. And they're like, are you prepared to stay in this park until 1030? And I was like... Yeah, I guess, you know, I I got nothing else planned. So I get added to the virtual queue and we decide, um, you know, while we wait for potentially getting on this, getting in this lightsaber thing, how about we go to the cantina? So we go to the cantina, that place was popping, you know, we got some drinks there. I got like this, we got this thing called like Bespin Fizz and this shit was bubbling like crazy. You know, like they bring the drink over and it's like this red drink and it's like it's like bubbling like it's boiling, you know, but it's it's ice cold. So I, I think they had like a bit of dry ice at the very bottom of the glass, you know, it was like causing it to bubble. I can only assume. But yeah, that, that drink went crazy, you know, and they, they had some like other drinks available that came in like some of them came in like souvenir glasses. The, the cantina looked amazing. In my opinion, you know, like it, it really looked like it was in Star Wars. I will give them props. Galaxy's Edge does look really cool. I just miss the old shit more, you know? But anyways, and while we're drinking, right, I get this text that says, oh, we have a position open. Um, We'll hold your spot for 40 minutes, right? And I was like, oh, shit. So if I text right now that I'll be there, I have 40 minutes until they give my spot to someone else so I can at least finish up this drink, right? And so I say, like, yeah, I'll be there. And I was like, I was going crazy. I was like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be able to make this lightsaber thing. And um, so I finished my drink and I go over and, you know, I get signed up. And what was really crazy was that, like, the lady who had, like, um, who had helped me, like, the night before, you know, like, when we went, when we checked in, like, at 930 after the park closed and she's like, oh, you had to come back really early. So I go to her to, to like check in for this thing and somehow she remembered me and she's like, dude, she's like, I'm so happy that you're finally able to do this. And I was like, yeah, yeah, same here. You know what I mean? And then the weirdest part was that when I went up to the guy to pay for this thing and also like you had to pick out the pieces that you want because they have like different categories that have a certain number of pieces in it that you build your lightsaber from. So you had to go up to this guy to pay and also choose your kit or whatever. And when I went up there, he's like, what's your name? And I was like, Jay Lyons. And he's like, oh, I thought it was you. And I'm like, dog, I ain't never met you before. And then he's like, you've had quite the journey to get to get here, haven't you? And I'm like, I don't even know you. Who are you? And I, I started thinking, I'm like, yo, are these people like, <laughs> are these people talking about me? 
in their break room because I came back so often the day before to do this lightsaber thing. They must have been like, yo, there's like this weirdo just like keep coming back asking to build a lightsaber. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was really weird. But yeah, I managed to build my own lightsaber. And I mean, that shit was fire. My lightsaber's fire. I picked, you get to pick what color lightsaber you want. And I picked purple, you know. Samuel Jackson, purple lightsaber, purple gang for life. Um, so like that was awesome. And then, yeah, the last day was the magic kingdom and dude, the magic kingdom that day, it was like, it was so cold and not temperature wise. Cause it was like the low fifties, I think when we went, but the part that made it really cold was the wind. The wind was howling that day. And I hadn't packed a sweatshirt or anything like that. I, I packed like a light windbreaker jacket cause I, I, because before we went, it was only supposed to be like in the high 60s on the day for the Magic Kingdom. And that was going to be the coldest day. So I'm like, I don't need a, I don't need no damn sweatshirt, you know? And so I went to the Magic Kingdom and dude, it was so fucking cold. It was so cold. And like, but like as the day went on, about midday when the sun was out, it was a little bit warmer. And I was able to take off my jacket and I was, I was able to uh, withstand the cold but then when it got to night, like, dude, I, I was dying. I was I was seriously thinking about buying a sweatshirt, but I'm like, I, I'm not paying no overpriced 70 bucks for some Disney sweatshirt. Because you know that's how much Disney sweatshirts are. Like $70. Like everything at Disney is fucking overpriced. Okay? But yeah, so I, I just... <laughs> I just took it, dude. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to die of like hypothermia, but screw it. I'm not paying 70 bucks for a sweatshirt. <laughs> We went on like um, Thunder Mountain Railroad, which is like a roller coaster, an outdoor roller coaster, twice at night. And dude, that oh my god, dude! Like I'm not, even, I'm not even kidding. My entire body went numb from the cold. I'm like, <laughs> it was way too cold. Anyways, yeah, we got to do. I mean, we got to do almost everything at the Magic Kingdom. The only thing that we didn't get to do that I wanted to do was Tom Sawyer's Island. Um. I'm I'm honestly kind of pissed we didn't get to do that because I really wanted to go there. That's like one of my favorite places at um, Magic Kingdom. But like we got to do everything else. You know, we got to do Tiki Room, which is like one of my favorite shows. Um, you know, Pirates, Haunted Mansion, Peter Pan, Small World, People Mover, which is one of my favorite rides of all time. Uh, Space Mountain, of course. You know, it was just like, I love the Magic Kingdom, you know, but it was it was way too packed. And I know it was was it the twenty third? Yeah. No, no, I think it was the twenty second that we went. I know it was really close to Christmas, but you know, like it was just way too packed. They had like this fireworks show in front of the castle. Dude. It was so packed, like we we had to stand all the way at like the main entrance of the park, like all the way down Main Street. If you know how Disney is set up, right? You got like the castle that's like right in the middle of the entire park, right? And then you have a main walkway that goes straight from the entrance of the park to straight to the castle, right? And the castle has this huge center courtyard area in front of it, right? That entire courtyard area was filled, and the entire Main Street was filled. That's how many fucking people were there. And there was still a shit ton of people walking around the park while the fireworks were going on. So that wasn't even everyone 
at the park watching these fireworks. That was just part of it. It's probably most, but still, I couldn't believe it. It's like, dude, this is way too many people. Not to mention, like, it was way too many people for the current times that we're in. But not even that. Like, that would be way too many people for just, like, for, like, a normal day. You know, that was just way, it was way too many people. And, like, dude, like we're, we're watching the fireworks show. And, like, they got some, like, light show going on in the castle, too, where they're showing, like, scenes from, like, Disney movies. And there was, like, there was, like, these, uh, these girls next to us, right? And they were freaking out at, like, and, and like, there were girls my age, right? Dude, they were like mid twenties, okay? They were freaking out at like everything, right? Cars would show up on the castle, they'd scream and go like, "Oh my god, it's cars!" Right? Coco comes on, "Oh my god, it's Coco!" Toy Story, "Oh my god, it's Toy Story!" You know, the the entire time, they're like freaking out. And then the craziest part was that when Frozen Two came on, one girl actually started weeping. She started crying, like not just a little bit, not just like small tears like she was crying excessively and I'm like dude it's a fucking fireworks show you know like what are you crying about <laughs> it's just frozen 2 I've never seen frozen 2 I mean who knows maybe that's like a really emotional movie but like I don't know I was just like dude why are you crying you know <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so we, we saw the, the fireworks show. That was pretty cool. Um, we did some more last-minute rides before the park closed. Um, I mean, what else? There was something else that I want. Oh, yeah. So I think it was the day we went to the Animal Kingdom. And after we did the lightsaber thing, um, at Disney, they just opened this new bar, which is a, an extremely popular bar over at California. And it's called uh, Trader Sam's, right? And they just opened it up recently. It's a small, like I'm talking tiny, like this is bedroom size room, okay? Tiny bar, okay? And it's it's at the Polynesian Resort, and it's like, it's almost like a tiki room type of vibe, you know? You're it's supposed to feel like you're, you know, in Polynesia, sort of. And they got like, um, you know, they, they obviously they have a shit ton of drinks and every drink has like a show, a show, so to speak, that goes along with it. And so um, like the one, the drink I ordered, which was, you know, one of the more expensive drinks, but I mean, it was totally worth it. Um, it was called the Nautilus, which um, is from the movie 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. The Nautilus is the, the submarine. And so, like, when you order it, they bring it out, and they bring out, it comes in a souvenir cup, but this isn't a cup, okay? This shit was like a gravy boat. I'm not even kidding. It was this huge, like, centerpiece thing, right, that was all hollowed out. I think it's meant for two people, but I didn't know that, so I just ordered it for myself. <laughs> and, like, they bring it out in, like, this this gravy boat thing, and, you know, they, they play some, like, soundtrack or some, like, um audio clip from the movie and like they're like shooting water guns and stuff like that you know you're supposed to be like diving underwater and all that shit it was it was really cool and the drink oh my god it was so good like i had one sip of that and i'm like dude this is dangerous <laughs> you know what i mean like it because it, like you know usually like when you get like an alcoholic drink like you could taste the alcohol right 
And like, I know some people like they chug that shit, but like the taste of alcohol kind of helps you, um, limit the amount you consume in like one sip. You know what I mean? But this drink was dangerous. Like you couldn't taste the alcohol at all. Like it tasted like a, a like a sweet, fruity drink, you know? And it was just so good. I just want to sit there and just drink the whole thing in one sitting. But I had to keep telling myself, dude, there's like 10 different things of alcohol in this thing. <laughs> it's like 20 different shots or something. Like I'm, I'm reading the menu of like the ingredients. Like the ingredients of this drink was like a paragraph. Like everything else is just like, oh, you know, we got – it's like Bacardi – some mint leaves and then like grenadine or something like that. I don't even know if that's a real drink, but I'm just making shit up. But it was just like, it would be like three things, right? This drink had like, I'm not even kidding. It had like 10 different alcohols in it, you know? And I'm like, I had to keep reminding myself when I'm drinking this thing. I'm like, okay, this is supposed to be meant for two people, okay? Because the drink came out with two straws, okay? <laughs> this drink is meant for two people. Okay, there's a shit ton of alcohol in here. I need to I need to be careful how much I'm drinking in one sitting. <laughs> but anyways, it was it was really good. Um, we had to share this table with uh, another group of people because um, the only way for us to get in was we had to sit at like the the bigger table that they had in this uh, this bar area because they had like some like two seater and some like four seater tables, but they had like this one that's meant for like a group of like 10 or something like that. And so we had to share it with another group because obviously I didn't have 10 people and they were pretty chill. They got the, they got the Nautilus too, but they got the Nautilus to share. They also had like their own individual drinks, but they had the Nautilus to share. And I was just like, I was so dead because they brought out both of our Nautilus drinks at the same time and they put mine in front of me and they're like, is that for, is that for all you guys? And I'm like, no, this is, <laughs> this is just for me. <laughs> and they're like, damn. And I'm like, yeah, I know how to drink. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that place was awesome. I was honestly surprised that we got a spot because I had talked to a buddy of mine. Um, he lives out in California and he was telling me the story of how they tried to get into, um, they tried to get into Trader Sam's over in California and it was like a three-hour wait. And I was like, and like, the, the, I think it like the bar opens at like six, at least in California. It's probably the same over here in, um, in Florida. But, um, yeah, like we got there at like, I don't even know, like it was probably like 945, 10 o'clock or something like that. Uh, when we got to this bar and the guy's like, oh, it's only gonna be like 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, that's kind of crazy, you know, the week of Christmas and this place is usually three hours and this was like three hours. They, my buddy, he went to his Trader Sam's. It was like, it was like summer, which I, yeah, I know summer's like a big travel time, but I think it was like around the August time. So it's like, that's when it kind of dies down because people are getting ready to go back to school and shit like that. So like, I'm like, dude, week of Christmas, we're here like three hours late. I, I know that this place is going to be packed. But no, the guy's like 15, 20 minutes. And so I encourage anybody who's like going to Disney, like not, not even just like going to Disney, but who wants to go to, because like it's not in one of the parks, right? It's at one of the hotels. So you could totally just like go there whenever you want and not actually have a pass. But um, if you have the opportunity, definitely go. That place was was pretty cool. I, I honestly want to go back, but 
you know, being Disney and being alcohol and being a very popular place with exclusive shows and all that stuff, that drinks are pretty expensive, okay? So, like, be prepared. Be prepared for your wallet to take a big hit. You know, this this ain't no, like, $5 drinks, okay? <laughs> like, I, I don't even want to say the price of this Nautilus drink. Like, it was it was crazy. And you, you could have bought the like the the gravy boat that it came in you could have bought that as well but i decided not to because i'm like dude i have no use for this you know like it's not like i'll be sitting down for dinner i'm like hold up let me get some water and fucking fill up my nautilus gravy boat you know <laughs> and like that's just not something that i would do so i'm like i have no use for it it was a it was an awesome glass because the i don't know if i said this but the the gravy boat was shaped like the nautilus like it was like the the cup was the Nautilus. It was the submarine. And so it was really cool because I think the Nautilus is a really cool boat. Um, 20,000 Leagues is a great movie. If you haven't seen it, definitely watch it. So also um, at Epcot being the um, you know, the Christmas season, um, they had this, they have like this thing that, that they have. Um, it's called like Candlelight Processional. And so we went to see that because um, apparently I had seen it before. But I don't remember seeing it, like, cause like I I must have seen it when I was a little kid. So like I was, I was hyped to see it um, this time, and um, the the guy who was, cause like they have like a celebrity narrator that comes in, and so the guy who was supposed to be um, doing it like the night that we were going was supposed to be this guy from a movie called uh, Hunt for Red October, and he was like the the sonar guy who finds the Red October, the submarine. It's an old movie. It's kind of like an obscure movie. So like, I don't blame you if you don't know what I'm talking about, but I was really hyped to see it because Hunt for Red October is a really good movie. I love watching it. And so I was hyped to see this guy, but I, something happened where like they switched it. And so we got like this, this lady who had been on SNL. I feel like I've seen her before, but I don't remember. Uh, but like, she was pretty good. She was a comedian. And so like, you know, she had some jokes at the beginning and the end and all that stuff. And so she was she was a great narrator. Uh, but like I said, I, I do wish I had that that guy from Hunt for Red October because that's a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, that's another thing. If you ever go to Epcot, especially during Christmas, actually only during Christmas, make sure to do the candlelight processional because it's a great it's a great thing. And do do like the um the dinner package lunch slash dinner package because that's what we did because that gives you like a guaranteed spot at the candlelight processional and it's a very popular thing so like getting that standby line you're probably not going to get a spot you know unless you're there like three hours before the show starts which i mean if that's like your whole you know if that's your whole reasoning for going to epcot then i guess yeah cool stand for three hours but you know that's not me so we did like the dinner package and like you get to pick a restaurant and like a time and all that stuff. And, you know, they say that you get a appetizer, an entree, and a dessert. So, and it's like a set price, you know? So it's not like, it's not like you can, it's not like you just like pick a, a restaurant or whatever and it's just a reservation and all that stuff. Like it's a set price and you, you, you're guaranteed a three course meal, right? So we did a dinner package and we decided to eat at the, the Coral Reef, which, once again, apparently I had eaten there. I don't remember. I didn't even realize because it's at the Living Seas Pavilion. I don't remember there being a restaurant there, but we went there and that was a great restaurant, small. 
And like since it's at the living seas and it's about the ocean, like one whole wall is like just glass and it's like right into the aquarium, like the huge ass aquariums that they have over there. And so you get to see like fish and sharks and dolphins and all that, all that shit. So like that was really cool. Um, oh, and then when we were at the Magic Kingdom, we managed to get a spot at the Be Our Guest restaurant, which one of like the coolest restaurants ever, like in terms of if like looking for a fancy restaurant. Like I know I said that Sci-Fi Dining is like my favorite restaurant, which it is. But like in terms of like fancy, like if you like I'm talking like if you want to go on like a really fancy dinner, you know, you want to take you want to take your significant other, you know, to a to a nice restaurant. And <laughs> I mean, you have to buy a ticket to go into the Magic Kingdom. So that's going to add to the price. But like the Be Our Guest restaurant is like. I mean, it, it was an awesome place. Like, it's it's based off Beauty and the Beast. And so, like, it, it's... And, like, you, you eat in, like, the like the the ballroom, you know, from the movie. And it's it was just beautiful. And, like, the steak there. Oh, my God. The filet mignon. Like, dude, that that was amazing. You know, like, the, the, the shit cut like butter. That's how, like... That's how good the steak was, you know? It wasn't tough at all. Granted, depending on the type of steak you get. I usually get medium rare, you know, when it comes to steak. There's like, I thought like at a certain point, like I get when you're younger or something like that, like you would want to get well done because, you know, that just sounds better, sounds healthier, you know, because <laughs> it's like well done. But like as you get older, you realize well done in terms of steak is not good, you know, because that shit is tough, you know. But dude, I went to a steakhouse for a friend's birthday and like, some people there, they were like, we want my, we want our steak well done. And I'm like, what, what, why <laughs> are you insane? And they're like, it's good this way. And I'm like, no, it's not. And then when my steak came out, I had medium rare and I'm like, dude, this is, this is the way to go. And they're like, no, well done is the way to go. And I was like, dude, how about you try it? Okay. Prove me wrong. And they tried it and they're like, you know what? You're right. Medium, medium rare is better. And I'm like, you see? You out here chewing for like 20 minutes on like a little, on a little bite, you know, and I'm already done with my steak. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I can't, I, I don't understand people who get well done, at least when it comes to steak burgers. Okay. I get that. I saw, I get medium when it comes to burgers, but you know, I get that people want well done, but steaks, no, there's no, there, I don't even know why well done is even on the market for steaks. Like they shouldn't even offer that, you know? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Be Our Guest was awesome. Um, appetizer, I got French onion soup. One of my favorite appetizers on the planet, okay? I get it all the time on cruise ships. Like, they, they offer, like, French onion soup, like, every night. And I, I always get that, you know, on a cruise ship. Every single night, I get French onion soup, along with some other appetizers that are also good. But French onion soup, dude, I mean, come on. There's, no, there's nothing better. But um, yeah, also when we were at the um, the Coral Reef for my appetizer, I got um, lobster bisque. Ooh. Ooh, it was so good. That place knows how to make lobster bisque. Um, back to be our guest. Uh, dessert, I got the gray stuff, okay? The gray stuff is delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes, you know? <laughs> I've had the gray stuff before back in high school. Like uh, our school would have prom and shit at um 
Disney resorts. And so, you know, obviously Disney would be the ones making the food and stuff like that. So like for dessert at the dessert table, they had the gray stuff. I think it was like my senior year of prom. And dude, I took like five of those shits home because I was like, this is way too good. And so got it again at the BR guest, just as good as I remember it. Um, man, what other stuff do I need to talk about? Um, like when we were at Disney, they, um, they had Irish coffee, you know, if you don't know what that is, that's coffee with Bailey's Irish cream in it. That's alcohol for people who don't know. (laughs) So, um, yeah, like, um, they had a peppermint mocha latte at, um, one of the, at like all the coffees places. Cause they had like Joffrey's coffee or whatever. I've never heard of this place, but they have it all over Disney. So yeah, I saw that for the holiday season, they had peppermint mocha lattes and they said under it, they're like, oh, you can add Irish cream. You can add like other alcohols if you want, but you can add Irish cream, Bailey's Irish cream. And I was like, yo, put some of that shit in my drink. First time I got a double shot, <laughs> which, um, I mean, it was fine. Like, uh, but you know, it was, it was, it was a little overpowering the coffee and I, I really wanted to taste the peppermint mocha latte, but so the second time we got um we got coffee not on the same day, okay? We had we had the, a different day. I got one shot and it was it was better, you know, cuz like you couldn't really taste the Baileys. Like obviously you had the Irish cream taste, but it wasn't like overpowering the coffee or anything like that. So that was good. Man, what other drinks did we have? Um Oh, they still had Oktoberfest. When um, when I went to Epcot, because before the candlelight processional, um, because we went to the Coral Reef for lunch, and so before a candlelight, um, we wanted to get some food, like some dinner, because you know it's like late at night, and so we go to the American Pavilion, and we go to the barbecue place, and they had Sam Adams, um, Oktoberfest. They still had it, and I was like, it was like the only beer they had because you know it's America. <laughs> Sam Adams. And so I tried it. It was pretty good. Not gonna lie. Um, we went to Rainforest one night and they had Sam Adams, but they had the Winterfest, if that's what he's even called. I tried it, wasn't as good as Oktoberfest. I gotta say. Um Oktoberfest was much better. Winter, I I wasn't a huge fan of that one. But it was still pretty good. Um Rainforest Cafe, still love that place, still one of my favorite restaurants. Still sci fi is my all time favorite. But um Love Rainforest Cafe. Um, what else, man? What else? Oh, something that I, I said I was going to get more into when I talked about Disney was when it came to decorations. You know, I don't know if it's just because when I was a kid, I mentioned the Osborne Family Lights, but I don't know if it's just because I was a kid, it just seemed like there was more Christmas decorations or there was more of a Christmas vibe to the parks. But like I went back and it, it's like most most of the parks weren't even decorated, you know? Like, I mean, Main Street was decorated for the Magic Kingdom. And, of course, they had the Christmas-themed um, Jungle Cruise, even though there wasn't, a, like, there wasn't a whole lot of Christmas stuff to it, really. Like, it was really just, like, the boat itself and then, like, the line queue. But I, for whatever reason, I remember before they would, like, you know, put Christmas hats on, like, the animatronics and all that stuff, but they didn't do that. 
you know, and the rest of the park like wasn't even decorated for Christmas. They usually do a Christmas makeover for Country Bear Jamboree. They didn't even have that. It was like the normal show, which, you know, it's always welcome. I love the Country Bear Jamboree, but like I was really looking forward to seeing the Christmas one, you know, and like Hollywood Studios, you know, it was just like the main street was decorated. That was it. Um, Animal Kingdom, they just had like a Christmas tree out front and like that was it there was like no other christmas decorations and like the same thing with epcot except theirs was like in the middle of the park they had a christmas tree but other than that there was no, no, nothing else decorated and i'm just like like i said i don't know if it's just because i was a kid and so it seemed like more of it was decorated but like it just seemed like it was normal park shit you know there was nothing christmasy about it and i don't know if that has anything to do with you know Disney losing money during the pandemic or anything like that. But it's like, dude, I feel like actually I feel like low key you probably would make more money if you had more Christmas shit going down. You know what I mean? Because people be like, oh, it's really it's really decked out for Christmas, you know? I don't know. But yeah. Um got some hot chocolate uh one night. Disney hot chocolate was really good. Um Got to have the Disney pizza again, which was one of my favorite foods as a kid. Because, you know, you know, kids, when you go to Disney, like, all they want to eat is chicken tenders and pizza, you know. And so, like, I loved the pizza as a kid. So, like, I got I got the pizza again. And, dude, it was, it was just as good as I remember. I remember a buddy of mine, I was talking about how, like, I was, we were talking about Disney. And I was, like, I was saying how much I love the pizza. And he's, like, he's, like, dude, the pizza sucks at Disney. And I'm, like, I beg your pardon? I beg your pardon? What? The pizza is like one of the best foods that Disney has, you know? In terms of like fast food type foods, you know? Like how could you even, what? <laughs> but yeah, I got the pizza one day and then um, we also, you know, we had to get the chicken tenders again um, one night. So we got that. And yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was a pretty good trip, you know? I miss Disney. Uh, once again, like Hollywood Studios just wasn't what I remembered it. It just wasn't as good. I'm sorry, but Disney, you really fucked over that park, in my opinion. Because like you're not even really, it's not even really about the magic of making movies anymore. Like that was the whole point of the park, and like you kind of got rid of that. But you know, other than that, it was it was pretty good. You know, it was a pretty good trip. Um, I had fun. Um, then Christmas came. Christmas was awesome. Once again, I hope you guys had a fantastic Christmas. Um, I hope you guys didn't just like decide to go back to normal after Christmas ends. You know, we're still sort of in that Christmas vibe, you know, but also we got to prepare for New Year's and all the partying we're going to do on New Year's. (laughs) After New Year's, then you can kind of start toning down the Christmas shit because, you know, it's over. But anyways, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Lion on Main. Um, I've been your host, Jay Lyons. Whatever you guys are listening to this on, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow, and leave a review on Apple Podcast. Um, if you don't want to write a review, just at least give me five stars, because that really helps me out. And also, Spotify just added a rating system, so make sure to give me five stars on that as well. Help help me uh, get introduced to new people, you know? Help me with that algorithm shit that people keep talking about. Yeah, follow me on social media at Real J Lines and at Lion on Main on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And 
Yeah. That's going to wrap it up. Love you. I don't know. Do I? <laughs>